Hey girls, welcome to the Her Podcast. I am super excited to be back. My name is Holly Wright and I'm the founder of the brand called Her. And I'm super excited because it is finally February, which means we have a brand new topic and theme for the month. So the topic of all of February is called Behind Closed Doors. And we are going to be chatting about things that, you know, us girls hide behind closed doors for so long. Um, out of fear, you know, things that we hide and we don't really talk about um, to other friends or coworkers or anything, Bas- basically just out of fear um, and taking that next step of getting healed. So I am super excited because we have a guest speaker today and her name is Lola. Hi, Lola. Hey, Holly. Hi, I'm super excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm super honored and excited to um, get on this topic. Yes, ma'am, me too. I am super excited. <laughs> this is your first time being on a podcast, right? Yes, oh my goodness. This is such an honor, like it really is to be part, to help you be part of this wonderful movement to empower women and encourage them and uplift them towards Christ. It's really beautiful. So thank you for allowing me to be on here. Yes. Well, welcome. I'm super excited to hear a little bit about you. So why don't you tell us just a little bio of who you are, what you do, um, and a little bit of your heart, and then we'll jump right into the topic. Okay, cool. So um, my name is Lolita. Lola is just a nickname. Um, I'm 21. I um, have been a Christian ever since I was born. Um, had my little rebellious phase, you know, in my teenage a- adult kind of years, and then um, was born again when I was 19, um, moved to San Diego, started my career in cosmetology. So now I'm a hairstylist and makeup artist. And um, yeah, so now I've been going um, back to church for about, I want to say, it's been like three years now since like I've been born again. And yeah, like my life has been totally transformed renewed and restored so just a lot in the in these three years um has happened in my life and um yeah so I'm going to be talking about a little bit before I became born again just some issues that I faced that I felt that um I was behind closed doors that's so awesome well I'm super excited so with this topic be um being titled behind closed doors so what I kind of got from this topic when I was thinking and praying about what I should name it um my vision for this is a lot of the, us girls um, hide things. Everybody hides things. We're humans. It's human nature. Everybody has fear and anxiety, you know, about opening up to things that really happen in our life. And so behind closed doors, what if you could go back, you know, whether it's five years, 10 years or wherever, what are some things as you as maybe a young girl or even a teenager or even, you know, in the past couple of years, some right. things that you hid behind closed doors um, and were just so scared to open up, you know, due to fear or spirit of comparison? Like, what are some things that you battled with that you were just scared to open up with? Yeah, um, for sure. So when you first, like, texted me, like, the topic, I'm just, like, sitting there, like, dang, like, what was it that I have hid? Because I've always just considered myself just, like, a super open book. So I'm like, gosh, like, God, like, bring me back to a time where, like, I truly hit something and just, I felt like it was just the instantly deposited, like, in my heart that um, my faith was um, truly something that I, I really did hit, like, most of my life. Um, you know, growing up a Christian, like, literally, like, being dedicated into the church and um, going to church every single Wednesday, Friday, 
Sunday, um, I, you know, and by mean like hiding my faith, like, I mean that just like growing up with the friends that I have, I didn't really know, um, like the friends that I had didn't really know, like of the church life that I had every week. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my faith was something that I truly was ashamed of. And, um, I felt like none of my friends would have been able to relate to the church life that I had every week. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I grew up in a Pentecostal church in Mexico, like, all through kindergarten to, like, high school. Um, And, you know, like, whenever people thought of me, the last thing they'd associate me with was God. Um, I created an image for myself to, like, find, you know, false comfort and, and for acceptance of others. You know, I had faintly identified myself with being, like, the party girl, the stoner, you know, all these things and, like, you know, at the time, like growing up, none of my friends went to church. Like, and if they did, it was like a totally different like denomination or like a religion. And I was truly like afraid if I told my friends I was a Christian or like, you know, going to church, like seeing like seeing like such a strong movement of the spirit, you know, like people getting slain in, in the spirit, people speaking in tongues, you know, like I you know, was afraid of their judgments and was afraid that they wouldn't, like, they would, like, view me differently, you know, and I just didn't, I just felt like I was ashamed of even being called a Christian because I feel, I feel like I would have been just, like, a horrible representation of Christ at the time, and um, I really didn't feel worthy um, of even calling myself a Christian um, because I truly, like, I didn't know God on a personal level like I do now, Mm -hmm. Um, I always really just perceived God as like everyone else's God, but mine, um, you know, like I knew of his existence, his power, his presence, just like crazy miracles, like people literally being healed and like from their wheelchairs and walking again, you know, like people's legs, like being uneven and like growing back to the same length, just like crazy things that I saw for my, in my own eyes, but like never experienced that for myself, like. I never accepted, acknowledged, or even allowed God to move in my life. Um, And also, too, like, my mom was, like, is and was such a prayer warrior that, like, thank God I didn't really have, like, like, a deep need for God to move in my life, you know? And it wasn't until, you know, I graduated high school, I moved to San Diego, and, like, was, like, trying to start my career. Um, It was after really hitting, like, what seemed at the time like rock bottom, that's where I had my first encounter with Christ. That's awesome. And I like kind of what you said. Like, I think a lot of us girls struggle with this too, especially me. Like I grew up in such the ministry bubble, the church bubble, you know, like some church was something we did. It was the normal for me. Like there wasn't any other option. Um, And then going through college, um, kind of rough patch through there, just finding myself and my identity and my faith and stuff. And it's super hard, you know, because today's day and age, this modern world, it's like you have to almost dis- you have to like wear God is like camouflage almost because mm. if you come off too strong or too religion, people resent you. And it, it gets it's super sad, but it's very true. And so I remember me like battling, like, how do I like be an example of Christ and allow people to see God through me as a light without throwing religion down someone's throat or constantly talking about it 24 seven. Like how do I just live a normal life and do life with people, but also 
be a light. And so there's always like this balance that you have to kind of learn. And a lot of it is healing. A lot of it is, you know, doing a bunch of wrong things in order to get to the right place. But it is really hard, you know, because you want to make friends one and you don't want to come off as this religious freak. But at the same time, you have to be verbal about your faith and you have to be solid and people have to know where you stand because that's where, you know, healthy boundaries come in. So I totally get you with that because that's something, I mean, I I feel like I was, I always had faith, but I wasn't bold and like open to discussing things and talking about things Yes, until about, yes, honestly, until about two years ago when I came out of a really unhealthy relationship, because it was always something I did. It was never, it was never something that I want to do. So it was just like, you know, religion was just check off the box, you know, something I got good at, but it was never like, Hey, my name's Holly and this is what I believe in. And these are, these are the stuff, you know, these are the things that I do and who I represent and stuff. So I get you with that. What is, what is maybe another thing that you battled with behind closed doors that it took you a really long time or not even a long time, but it took you a while just to be like, oh my gosh, this is an issue and I need healing. Um, honestly, I think it like, honestly, I think just like the, the, the biggest, I, I, like I said, like, I have always just been like an open book, you know, like if, you know, I was, and thank goodness, like I, you know, I did grow up in the church and I, um, you know, if I was feeling some type of way, like always going for prayer for that, you know, um, I think like the biggest thing that was just like highlighted were, um, like throughout this, um, throughout the week, I truly did feel like I was living a double life, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, but like not even being like a different person at church and at school you know like but I wouldn't even like talk about God I wouldn't even like like people like you know at school like hey you know like what did you do over the weekend like you know I'd be like oh you know just like hung out with my family like had some really bomb tacos and like that's it you know but at church it'd be like a whole different story you know and like um now like I and I'm and I'm you know and like God works everything out for good you know so for like that first big like portion of my life of just like being ashamed of God and being like ashamed of um you know the church I grew up in and like God's like the movement you know um now like having that encounter with Christ and like really being born again like um you know me being a hairstylist now um I'm constantly with people you know like I have like at least like three to five people um each day in my chair where you know I could be like that true representation in Christ of Christ and you know like you said you know you don't want to like you know swallow you know the bible down people's throat but it's really how you carry yourself and like you know the light that you share like that's like the biggest testimony you know that's like the biggest way that people can represent Christ with you how you love people how you respect people how you honor them you know um and before like I was nothing close to that you know like now um the people that know me now like you know I I tell them about my past I tell them you know I um just like all of my all like the just the toxic like you know myself and like just all these crazy things I was involved in they're like no like that it that can't possibly be the Lola that I know now you know so it's like 
um and like I mentioned earlier like the image that I had like I was so you know that like I didn't even know you could have an identity outside of the things that like you know you did yeah. you know because I feel like now like having like a true solidified I like by the way that I carry myself the way that I treat people the way that I love you know those are my, those things are my identity you yeah. know and it's totally different than the image that you portray to people you know yeah. and um, I feel like lately you know just like really tapping into what I've hit before it was definitely like me being ashamed of God and like the image that I was I was truly portraying to people yeah no that's really good I saw this quote the other day on Instagram you know how you kind of scroll through Instagram and you see all these random memes um one of (laughs) they get addicting but I saw one the other day I was like oh my god this is so (laughs) true and it said people aren't gonna listen to all the words that you say but they're gonna watch all the ways that you live and I think that is so true when it comes to faith And when it comes to like being a Christian and standing for what you stand for, it's like so true. Like people aren't going to listen to every word that you say, but they're going to watch how you live. So they're going to watch and meaning in this meaning, you know, like watching what you post on Instagram, watching what you tweet, watching what videos, you know, you post or you like people can see everything when it comes to social media nowadays. And I have to like constantly check myself like, oh, my gosh, am I posting this? Like, should I post this? Um, because it's so true. Like people, people are going to watch how you live and they're going to judge off that. They're not going to listen to every word you say. So that's when it comes hard to like set an example and, you know, being known as a Christian and being a light to other girls. Um, so I guess my last three questions for you, um, if you were standing in a room and they, and you were on stage with a microphone and there was all these girls in the room. What is three things you would encourage them about, you know, coming open, being open to allow, you know, opening that door, like, hey, acknowledging things in their life um, that they can step forward and and not allow fear to to like control everything. What is three things that you would encourage girls to just kind of be open to healing? Um, Firstly. That's a really good question. Oh, my gosh. Um, Firstly, I would say to be um, open within themselves, you know, like before opening up to anybody, before taking these things to God for that healing, like really like being within yourself and just like, you know, recognizing just the um, the things that, you know, you need healing from, but you may not want to like accept those things, like recognize those things, you know, whether it's like toxic traits that you might have had you know in a relationship or your friendships or like these things but really like recognizing these things and like within yourself um before praying about it and like casting these things out like binding these things out and um you know and from then you know praying about it you know being around girls that um you're able to be vulnerable with you're able to be open about because I mean those issues like to be able to be free from fear, free from anxiety, free from depression, like little do people know is that every, almost every single person has dealt with those things. You know, it's like being able to be open and like realize like, wow, like I'm not alone, you know, like I'm not the only person, you know, that I has faced, you know, through these things and being able to be with people that can help you walk through the season that you're in. And, um, Lastly, I feel like it would it would be being in community, 
you know, being in, in a healthy place with um, healthy people, you know, because for me, like, um, I, there was no way for me to heal, for me to grow, for me to have a personal relationship with Christ if I still had the friends that I had a couple years ago. You know, like I had to 100% cut them off. And, you know, like that quote, it's like, you are who yeah. you hang around with, you know, like if you want to be someone that's free from fear, free from anxiety, free from, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, look at the people that that you can aspire to be like, or um, may have something that like, that, that they may have something to lead you towards, you know, um, I, I mean, I would say definitely those three things, you know, to be able to maintain like a free yeah. life. No, that's super important. That's something that I took me, honestly, if I could be completely honest with you, that's something that took me a really long time is getting out of an atmosphere of comfort and into an atmosphere of like being healthy. And so yes. I, I always had like the friends, like I always had solid girlfriends. I, I made good decision with the friends. Um, but I think for me is like how I act with the friends. So I know like even, mm-hmm. even like, even in my college days, like I had the healthy friends, but it was really my decision of, of when I needed to open up and um, make the decision to like, okay, this is not okay. And how you live is not okay. So I think, the three points that you said are perfect. Like surround yourself, obviously, you know, come be open with yourself and be honest with yourself. And even if that means like, I'm not saying you have to go to a counselor and, you know, do all this stuff. Right. I know no. for me, if I yeah, can look yeah, yeah. back, I remember nights just sitting in my bed, in my bedroom crying and being like, God, here's my junk. Yes. Like here's, here's my junk. Here's my issues. Like, I just <laughs> surrender. Yeah. I am so messed up. Like I just surrender to you. Like, you don't have to be at the pulpit at church or in a counseling chair. Like, honestly, right. I remember days where I was just journaling in my notebook in my bedroom alone, so broken. I'm like, God, here's my junk. Like, please fix me. <laughs> and I think when you get to that place, right. you know, in your life, where you're like, God, I am not perfect. Here's my issues. That's when God moves the most. And the three points that you said are so perfect. Like, be honest with yourself. And then to surround yourself, you know, with healthy girlfriends that you really can be yourself around and open up with, because if you don't take the step for yourself first, you're not going to take the step with them. And then third is like community. That's like so important because um, you are who you hang out with. And if you surround yourself with healthy people, you're, you're only going to strive from there. So I think that's so good. Thank you so much for sharing your heart. Yes. And I wanted to point out one thing, like with the three things that I just said, like, if the things that you that you just can't feel like you can be on with yourself, like, pray about it, like God reveal the things that I need to work on within myself. And if you can't find those girlfriends, God, please remove any toxic friends and replace them with friends that will lead me to you. God, I don't have a community. Lord, please place me in a healthy growing church, God, that I can be able to um, plant myself in and grow, you know, so it's like, I feel like that, you know, those three things, like, it's like easier said than done, but through God, like he will position you in those places if you are truly willing to have that inner healing and having those healthy friends and having that community. Yeah, you know? it's so true. I mean, I, I remember like I was, I grew up in Louisiana before I moved out in, to San Diego, like six years ago. And I left literally everything in Louisiana, came out here, no friends, no church, no job moved out here all in faith. And and, I mean, it took time, you know, like I remember 
right like god i have no friends like bring me one and so he would bring me one Mm -hmm. like god put me in position in a healthy church then you get the healthy church and then you know god give me the boldness to get in a connect group and actually be real and open so it's like little steps like that like bring you to your purpose but you have to just be willing like god doesn't expect us to be perfect he expects us to be present and so i think if we are just open with like hey god here's my issues i surrender um and then he can take you to that next step it doesn't you don't have to do everything in 24 hours but as long as you're willing you know that's when i see god move the most 100 percent. you couldn't have said that any better holly that was beautiful thanks so my last thing is before we close the verse that you could give these girls as close this podcast what or a quote or just something that you've held on to the past couple weeks that you could just throw at them oh my gosh yes um lately i have been meditating on um philippians 4 6 um Good thing I have my Bible app up. I'm going to read it to you guys. Um, Do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request request be made known to God. Um, Yeah, so that's something that I have been truly been um, meditating on. And it's like, you know, these things like these image, like this image that you portray, this depression that you're facing through, whatever anxiety, all these things, it's like, don't worry about those things, but instead take those things to God, you know, and, um, and then in verse seven says, and, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, you know, if any of you out there are facing things that like, you're not willing to open up to anybody, you're not willing to even open up with yourself, open those things up with God and in prayer, you know, private time. And, um, you know, the, the receipt of prayer is peace every single time, you know, and anything that you need to be made known will, will be made known to you. So I just encourage you ladies with, um, Philippians four, six. Awesome. Thank you so much. Lila. I love it. I love- yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your heart on the podcast. And I hope you girls took away some amazing wisdom for her. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. She'll be tagged on all of the, her Instagram stories. Um, and thank you so much for being on the podcast, Lola. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, ladies, for listening. It was such a great pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so well, much. Thank you, girls, for listening. Stay tuned for next week as we continue this series called Behind Closed Doors.